0: what's up wise girls wise guys how's everyone doing welcome back to the wise guy cafe episode 10 today guys we're hitting that benchmark really excited um it has been some time since the last episode um you know i've been trying to selling up i moved to manhattan uh just a quick you know life update to all of you guys um been taking a break also from work and stuff um but today's guest is somebody that i'm really excited to share with you guys he is what I consider a wise guy, you know, in terms of style. Somebody that ever since I actually saw him on social media, actually, you know, let me, let me tell you guys, I it was about two months ago that I was, you know, scrolling through the explore section on Instagram and I saw this guy wearing, you know, a three piece suit, really, you know, nice lapelts, uh, really good combo with ties and pocket square. And I was like, damn, you know, who is he? And, uh, you know, I started following him and we started, you know, uh, interacting through comments and, you know, other stuff. And uh, I was like, damn, you know, he really would be amazing to be part of the wise guy Café. And it is my pleasure to present you today, my friends, Geno Segura. Geno is a custom clothier owner in Houston, Texas. He started his business a couple of years ago. He previously also worked in the men's war section. Um, so we will talk a lot about that, uh, you know, how he started his business, the suiting environment in Texas, in Houston particularly, we haven't, I mean, seen that much, uh, at least in the guy Cafe. Um, and we will also talk about his experiences all across the country because he has lived in many different places and many different environments that are completely different. And how those uh, experiences really help him, you know, treat clients from different parts of the country and the world um, in a very, uh, if we can say, uh, professional slash uh, personalized way. Um, So, yeah, guys, really excited. uh, Can't wait. So, like I always say, find yourself a comfy spot, grab a coffee, maybe a drink, you know. I'm loving Campari Aranchatas and uh, Negronis and Aperols and all that stuff. You know, warm weather is coming. So, yeah, just get ready and enjoy. Hey, man, what's up? How are you?
1: Good. How's it going, buddy? Everything all right?
0: I'm good. I'm good. We're ready to, you know, uh, go out when this lockdown is over here in New York. I, I, I think you guys already... Are you know some some stores some stuff is is open there, right? Yeah, we're
1: operating probably about twenty five percent on some stuff, but nothing too crazy. I mean, yeah, people are enjoying it. You know, the parks uh they never actually shut down the parks and stuff, but yeah, yeah it's not bad. It's not too shabby. But I'm staying yeah. home as much as I can. I don't want to deal with that stuff.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, in New York, it's pretty tough to go outside. So, um, but yeah, you know, let's forget a bit about this, you know, quarantine thing, because. Uh, probably every media we go through everybody is talking about this uh, so you know i i don't really want to focus on this um so you know i i remember when i i reached you out and you know i i also found you on instagram like two months ago and i was like damn you know this guy has a really cool style and you know it kind of reminded me of some other friends i have in italy and i was like okay you know like this is a serious deal and ever since then, you know, your posts and everything, I, I was really intrigued to, to know you more, to interview. Um, so, you know, the, the first question that I'd love to ask to each guest is, um, where does this fashion style, um, you know, uh, journey begin, begins, you know, uh, for you when you were a kid? You know, where did you, you know, started drawing the inspiration? And then, you know, what actually made you start your business?
1: Okay. Well, that's actually, well, as, as a kid, I I didn't really have much fashion. I mean, I I always had a a good eye for certain things, but nothing really clicked with me. Um, as I got older, I started to dress up a little bit more, but nothing too crazy. Kind of just your average kind of guy, you know, here and there, nothing too nuts. Um, I got in, I, I, I grew up in the streets of Chicago, so South side of Chicago, and there was a lot going on over there. I'm, I'm 51 years old. So back then, uh, you know, in high school we were break dancers and stuff like that. So we, we, you know, the hip hop scene just started to come out and it was kind of cool. It was fun. So, um, that was always good. And I broke away from that, you know, we get a little older, get a little mature, moved to LA for a little while, actually Long Beach. And, um, that, yeah. that was always good. Uh, uh, right there off the, the, off of Ocean Boulevard, right there off the lake, ocean front, I should say. Um, it, was, it was a good time, really good time. I came down to Houston uh, to be closer to my family, and I've been here for quite some time. And um, I was in and out of jobs here and there, and then I got into, I got this opportunity to work as a door guy in some of the clubs out here. And that's when I started to dress up a little more. Um, nice. Right. So I did that for about 15 years. And then I went on to, then I was approached by Suit Supply. They were coming to Houston and I, I never heard of them before. So they, um, you know, they approached me and they said, Hey, would you be yeah. interested in working for us? And I said, Well, I don't know. I don't want to do retail. So um, <clears throat> I checked them out online and I actually liked everything that they had. I liked their style, their combinations. I liked, you know, the whole cut. I liked what they were about
0: yeah it's it's really nice, all the stuff we do
1: yeah so um we they they came to town, I met with you know the big guys, and um we interviewed, and they ended up hiring me. They actually offered me the job and they sent me to New York for about two months, and they trained me out there now. I had no experience in the suiting game at all whatsoever. I'm talking about uh, no knowledge. I mean, they turned me on to everything. Canvassing, functioning buttons, horn buttons, uh, lapel types, uh, single button, single breasted, double breasted, uh, just the whole works. So with them, it was a very, very good educational platform. You know, they just they taught me everything. So it was really good. Uh, I worked with them for about three years, and then I was just like, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna explore other options. I want to see what these other suiting games, other branches, other storefronts have, and I wanted to see the difference and I wanted to learn more. Um, so I just decided that I, I wanted to, I wanted to go to another store, and then I went to the other store, and I worked for about a year while i was there i was in the process of building my own company cuz i was like i can do this on my own i have a good following i have a good clientele um, i think right. that i could pretty much just you know take the plunge and just go right for it and that's exactly what i did yeah. so yeah about about uh, a year and a half after working for suit supply uh, i opened up my own and i called it Gino You. i figured that it goes well people knew my name uh, and I just attached. a really cool
0: name, honestly.
1: Yeah, it, it it just goes, it flows nicely. I think I like it. Yeah. thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm free. Yeah,
0: no, that's that's a really cool story. And um, you know, I also want to know when you you were mentioning, you know, uh, that supply, you know, trained you and everything. Um, before, I mean, leaving a bit aside the uh style part, you know, I'm, I want to get more a bit into when you were working there um where, did you had a previous experience because of your nightlife uh where, working with nightclubs uh with uh what would what would we could you know call a customer service um and you know dealing with clients and that stuff or was it a, a craft that you completely learned uh there in supply
1: well no actually not not at all uh suit supply just taught me to be a little bit more direct with the client to be more truthful with them which which was you know great i like I, I like always being direct with someone and and not and, and you know of course in, in a way where it doesn 't hurt their feelings, but to make them more comfortable with what 's going on with the situation, uh, right. but a lot of my customer service comes from when I was in Long Beach, I worked at um, a hotel, a Hyatt Regency, and I worked the front office, the front desk, so that 's where a lot of my customer service skills came in, where I had to interact with with customers coming in, guests coming in and uh you know taking care of them following up with them you know showing them you know what's in the area restaurants bars uh beaches whatever the case may be uh so th- that's right. where a lot of my customer service uh started and then with suit supply it was just more of um they just enhanced it they just made it much more yeah. you know it was I was I love right. I love what I did right away off the bat I I was drawn to it I was it, it was it was just a uh, the chemistry was great between me and what I was selling. And I, it just, it flowed so nicely. So it was no problem adapting.
0: That's fire. And, um, you know, you were also mentioning, uh, you know, your clientele. Um, when you started your own, you know, company, uh, was it, I don't know, you reached out to people that you knew from, you know, either uh, your experience in your other suit jobs or just, um, I don't know. Or you started just because of your following on Instagram. How did that uh, work for you? You know, building a clientele when you were just starting your business.
1: Well, um, so building the clientele, I did reach out to a lot of people that I actually worked with in the night scene, as in like people that were coming in. I had doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, regular people, blue collar, blue collar workers, just all kinds of people. And, you know, some flashy, some not flashy I built a nice little relationship with them so I was able to to when I was in the process of of um making my own name for myself uh they were all about it they were just like yeah I mean we love the way you dress you got great style Are you going to be able to make suits like this um and I was like yeah 100% so um it it was it was a nice transition so and then a lot of it just became word of mouth, uh, quite honestly. I mean, people began to see my work and started to say, oh, you know, I like that suit. I like what you posted. Uh, you know, tell me a little bit about it and stuff like that. So I'd break it down to them, you know, whatever the, you know, the, the features were on, on, the, on the jacket, you know, maybe a peak capel, patch pockets, or, you know, the functioning right. buttons. I like to educate uh, my clients as much as possible, especially when I have them here in front of me. Um, when we're going over things, you know, the, the canvassing part, you know, the the functioning buttons, you know, when they came along, what they were used for, a ticket pocket. And you know, a lot of times they don't know these things. They're so used to buying, you know, fast fashion, right off the rack, yeah. simple, and simple right. you know, cheap. And I'm like, well, you know, it's an investment. You have to really think about what you're getting here. It's not just, you know, going to Zara and picking up a, you know, $200 suit because that's going to last you, who knows what, two tries and that's it. Yeah yeah no, no, absolutely.
0: yeah, and also you know the way people look at you and you know you can clearly tell the difference you know with a custom suit and and an off the rack uh normal slash cheap suit mm-hmm. um but you know I, I want to get a bit more into the style uh journey, and you know i I feel that our city, our hometown shapes a lot uh, our style and you know in a certain way. Um, I don't know, the colors, the vibe, I don't know, you know, it's its a combination of things. Um, how was it, you know, how is Chicago for you in terms of, you know, when you suit up? Does it have some influence or maybe, you know, L.A., as you mentioned, or maybe Houston?
1: Yeah, so um, all of them are very, very, very different. Uh, Chicago's yeah. got more like, a, you know, kind of a hip hop flair to it. L.A.'s got, you know, like they like to wear the blazers and the T-shirts and, and the kicks and it's a different vibe. And right. Houston is kind of like, uh, yeah, it's in between. It's, it's, some of it is very professional and some of it is fun and funky. And, you know, it's, it, people were a little bit of everywhere. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's great. I, I get a lot of my stuff from all over. I'm not just one dimensional. I mean, I love Chicago. Chicago taught me a lot. Houston's, you know, brought me up quite well. And L.A. is just it's, it's been really it was good. But you know, I, I I draw a lot of inspiration from like, you know, from Italy, from Spain, um, uh, from France, uh, from London, uh, just different mm-hmm. different people. Uh, not only that, uh, different eras. So anything from st- starting from the early 1900s to to the 1950s is what I draw inspiration off of. That whole era from starting from you know, um, <clears throat> from starting from Mandarin collars. Uh, to putting on, yeah, to putting on a club collar that's made out of paper, uh, which is crazy. You know, we've we've evolved yeah. so much from that, uh, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just from that going to the you know ni- early nineteen fifties where we're doing, you know, the they're called you know, in some places they're called guayabeta shirts, but now they're called camp collar shirts, uh, which is totally cool. You know, the sweaters and and just the whole feel. I love high waisted trousers; they come up pretty high pleats on them. Uh, I just like that whole vibe with a t-shirt or, or a camp collar or a popover. you know, so that's, I, right. I just draw inspiration from where I see it. And it can be from anywhere,
0: anywhere. Yeah, no. And, and what about like hip hop culture? Uh, you know, maybe blending that. With, yes.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So without a doubt, because uh, I'm not always suited up. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the same way. I, I like to throw on some jeans, uh, you know, um, a jean jacket with a t-shirt. You know, roll up, put a nice big cuff on the on the jeans at the bottom with a boot. Something fun, something fresh. Uh, you know, nothing too crazy, but it, that hip hop old school kind of vibe. I like it. Yeah, it's not. It it helps me recreate. And not only that, sometimes I'll throw on. You know, just I'll run around with a, a t-shirt open, uh, a, a t-shirt on with a, a a dress shirt over it. Not a dress shirt, but more like a casual. Shirt button down, with some jeans and some kicks, you know, some some Nikes, some Pumas, something just to kind of add flair to everything. So I'm not just one dimensional.
0: Right. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, going through what you know the style part. Also, um, how was it for you when you started to immerse into this uh, world? You know, either at food supply, or you know, later, or even right now, um, in terms of uh, you know the. I don't know if we can call it respect, you know, but there's that uh you know that feeling when you walk through the streets or when you you know um interact with people that you know you see there's um and if we can say an image of them you know towards you like oh you know this guy uh you know he he looks really cool and you know you 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 sense that they treat you in a way that they probably wouldn't treat you if you were not dressed in that way. And, you know, this, I think, applies not just to, you know, uh, friends, but also, like, to dating and, you know, even, uh, even in your work.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, and people, the way I dress is, it, it, it's always on the nicer side. So I'm not very bummy. I don't like to leave the house kind of too casual. That's just, that's not my thing. Right. Uh, my mom, growing up, was always like, you know, you got to leave the house looking good, you know, you got to make a great impression. And um, I was like, okay, cool. So I grew up with that, that, that background. So everywhere I went, I've always been kind of dressy, kind of nice, nothing too crazy. You know, like I said, jeans, kicks, nice little shirt. And people do treat you differently, especially when I'm suited up. Uh, it's a different demeanor. It's a different crowd that's drawn to me. Uh, older, a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more rounded with their money. Um, and then if, I'm dressing, if right. I'm dressing down, yeah, it's definitely a different crowd. Uh, depending on where I'm going, where I'm having lunch or brunch or whatever the case may be. Uh, but I never really get any static, any, anybody kind of, you know, giving me attitude. Uh, you know, like, why yeah. am I ever dressed? Why are you dressed up so much? It's just, if you know me, then you understand why I'm yeah. like this. And, and like I right. said, I did the club thing for a long time in Houston. I did it for about 15 years. So pretty much everywhere I go, it's kind of like somebody knows me which kind of, kind of sucks in a way, but it, it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing and a bad thing, but I'm my own, I'm my own advertising, you know, my own billboard. I, I have to represent what I make.
0: I love that. And, um, you know, for example, how, how is it when, you know, you have, a? sometimes, you know, you're feeling the vibes of dressing a bit more, you know, bolder, um, you know, a bit more flashy. And, um, sometimes, you know, you have to receive, a. Uh, a new client who, you know, might be mm-hmm. conservative in terms of taste and, you know, maybe being dressed in that way um, might, you know, uh, have a prejudice on, on, on you. You know, he, he thinks that about you. Um, how do you deal with that? You know, when you have a, you know, one of those clients, you, I don't know, do you dress with a navy suit or is it sometimes that, you know, maybe you want to take it at something in the midpoint?
1: Yeah, so what I do is, is uh, I'll, I'll dress as basic as possible. Not basic, but just more like, like, like in a navy suit or um, I won't dress it up. I won't make it too formal. What I'll do is I'll add a little pop of color with a fun pocket square. You know, so that right. way they can see that, OK, yeah, there's a little flair there or I might wear a different type of shoe. I could wear a loafer. Depending on the time of year, I could be wearing a, a boot, you know, a nice chukka boot or something like that. So it, it's not something that they're normally used to because they're used to like wingtips or, you know, a, a classic blue suit. Uh, and what I do is I, I, I bring them in, I make them feel comfortable and I say, look, this is what I'm thinking in terms of the garment. Um, and, and I, you know, and of course, they'll give me a breakdown of what they're thinking, like, OK, I need it for for work. You know, I work in you know, finance. So I, I build the suit around right. their personality, their workplace and stuff like that. Then what I do is I I just take them a little bit outside of their comfort zone uh, with a little pop of color here and there, maybe in the pick stitching, maybe in the lining. Uh, I'll throw down maybe a pattern shirt with a, a small check to kind of add some depth to it, some dimension, and then I'll throw in a pocket square on the side and say, "Hey, look, this pocket square will go very nicely if, you know, with this outfit or if you switched it up and you brought this pocket square in." Just kind of just just kind of mold the mind uh so that way they can feel like, "Okay, yeah, I can play with this. I don't necessarily have to be, you know, blue suit, white shirt, you know, right. plain tie." Yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, cuz the idea sometimes, you know, it's like differentiate yourself you know not with just flashy but you know uh, in terms of the the architecture of the garment and that mm-hmm. stuff um and uh you know speaking of colors if you had to choose a color um you know not for just dressing you know uh, forever but you know your favorite color to dress up either with a suit a shirt whatever what's your color for
1: you know? uh it's a, that's a really good question so uh, again i'm so open and, and
0: versatile with that
1: it, it's yeah. it's hard for me to choose. I mean, uh I I, I love blues. Blues are great. They look great on me. Any type of blue, anything in the blue family, not too dark and not too light. I mean I have light for the summertime. Um but if I had really had, and I love greys too, mid grays, by the way. Grays. I'm not too I'm not a big fan of the charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> but right, uh yeah. if I had to choose a particular color, I would say something in 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 the uh mid blue range would probably be my range with with a nice like uh a prince of Wales, uh Glen check uh, I would have to say pattern would be my my go to
0: I like it I like it um and you know i I also want to know um and I love asking this question to every guest um what role does music? play on your either creative process um you know what type of music do you play in your store in your place um you know does the music you're listening to at that moment um when you you know you're dressing up ready to go to work um you know really influence the style and the colors you want to wear or is it you know just i don't know a side thing
1: yeah, no. Well, music it plays a big key on pretty much everything that I do. So I, I personally like to listen to like a lot of blues, a lot of jazz, uh, a lot I of like classical it. music. Uh, my uncle used to he used to listen to a lot of Glenn Miller back in the day. It was an orchestra band, back in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, uh, and it was really really good. So I, I I like to listen to a lot of that that puts me in my creative mode. Um, but I also like to listen to a little bit of hip hop here, you know, Houston is big on hip hop and, you know, so, you know, I, I put that on that, that changes the whole dimension. It livens me up. It makes me a little bit more bolder, a little bit more. I'll stand out a little more with that. Uh, but music does, I mean, it plays, plays a lot of different roles in how I'm getting dressed. I mean, um, uh, in terms of other, uh, uh, music selections, uh, country's good. Sometimes, uh, spanish music i mean it just really really depends it does set the mode for pretty much anything that that i'm going into and when my clients come over i i I just play something something nice some top 40 whatever and i have a little frank sinatra in there i have some jazz some blues so it's a big variety and it's not played very loudly it's it's just it's just something to make them feel that they know it's there it kind of breaks up the the silence in the room and and makes them, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more at home, because that's the whole idea. I want them to feel at peace. I want them to feel home, uh, comfortable. You know, they're making the right decisions and so forth.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I love that you mentioned the the Sinatra um, uh, part because uh, I feel that you know, apart from, of course, because you know, his music is amazing and you know, everybody loves to listen to it. Um, but I feel that you know, there's a need also especially for suits, you know, and uh, elegant menswear, um, to have that kind of vibe in the store,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Yes,
0: 100%. And uh, I, I think it's, well, you know, sometimes it's undermined, but I think it plays a big role on the clients, you know, just to see, okay, you know, this is part of the story, not just, you know, the garment itself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it adds a that, especially with Frank Sinatra.
1: I, I mean, his his voice is just, it's so recognizable. It's just, it's yeah it flows with everything that you're doing because they they immediately start thinking of him on stage with the rack pack Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. and you know and they kind of get into that vibe that and they start, "Oh yeah, I can see myself wearing this suit." You know, it just draws a whole other image in their in their head. And, and we're going through the motions and and it's at the same time we you know, we're learning about, you know, the the whole process of 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 getting a custom suit and and why is it that uh it's so much better than buying off the rack. So, yeah, I mean, it's, right. it, it's, it plays, music plays a big key to pretty much anything.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, I also, um, going, you know, a bit more to the business side. Um, I feel that probably in the last, can we say probably five, maybe a bit more, eight years. Um, there has been a, at least, you know, from my perspective, I want to know what's yours, you know, a big increase on, um, custom clothing, um, mm-hmm. A bit more of awareness from everybody, um, but I, you know, I want to know how is it in Houston? Um, you know, is it, I don't know, the, do the clients that go to yours are they, uh, you know, first time clients in the world of custom clothing? Um, it, you know, or are they, you know, people that have, you know, being there through a long time and they just love your style and they were like, okay, you know, I think, you know, this is amazing, so we're gonna go here.
1: Well, um, it's a good question. And, and it's, it's, it's even on both sides. So some of my clients have already gotten garments from other custom clothiers in the area in Houston. And Houston is not a really big market for custom clothing. It's kind of tough. Uh, but we do have custom clothiers out here. And there's quite a few of them. Um, it just really depends uh, on where you're going and how they treat you and so forth. It's all about the service. Um, and then I have some that are just like, you know, I like your stuff. You do a great job. I mean, I see all your pictures. You know, can you make something like that for me? I've never had a custom garment before. Um, you know, what is it? What do I have to do, you know, to get it, you know, to get the ball moving and stuff right. like that? So, I ha- you know, yeah. again, it's an, it's an educational thing, which is pretty cool because, again, I mean, I love to learn all about custom as much as I would love. You know, you know I, I want to learn so much, but I want to share so much with them as well. Because not when they're wearing the garment, you, you actually want to be kind of educated on what you're wearing. You don't want to just like, oh, yeah, I got a custom suit on. Okay, and, you know, you know if, it, yeah. it's, it's sometimes it's you know, a great conversational piece, you know. And especially if you don't know anything about it, you know, it's your first one. You, you want to brag about it, you know, like, oh, look, I got functioning buttons, you know, in, you know, the 1940s. Right. You know, they, they invented it because, you know, the doctors needed to go in and, you know just jump right in so they created these surgeon buttons and you know they all they did was open them up and roll up the sleeve and dive in and start saving lives you know it's it's kind of cool you know <laughs> yeah no it's true
0: i mean you know the, the, that's one of the stories that like clients love mm-hmm. Like just getting to know the you know the story of every single you know aspect of um of the garments and do you have like m- many you know people that go to or weddings, yeah.
1: So, weddings, it, it's, it's a good little balance of everything. So, weddings, I have weddings, uh, I have um, mainly guys. All oh, actually, I take that back. I've had a couple female uh, weddings where they wanted suits, uh, That's yeah, cool. yeah, very cool. So, I was super excited about that. And, and we did like a three piece suit on her, and, and she came out pretty right. fire. I was just like, this is
0: nice, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and how different. How different is the style when you know you get a, a woman's wedding and uh you know the style that they want and that they're looking for? Do you see a difference in you know maybe a bit more bolder? Yes, definitely, or, uh... definitely
1: a little bit more bolder. They're a little, a little more fun, a lot more creative. Uh, they're, right, they're yeah. all about the process, they're in there with you. Yeah, it's like it's like you're like you know a, a team. You know, she's like she becomes part of the part of the, you know, the work area here, she jumps in. She's like, I want this button. I like that button. Let's play with this. I love this fabric. What about this lining? You know, and it's just, it's, it's good. It's, Cause I love how, how creative they get. Uh, the women, the women are a lot more creative guys, are a little bit more shy. I don't know why. I mean, but don't get yeah. wrong. Some of them are just like, yeah, I, I want this, 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 that, and okay, it's done. No problem. Uh, but yeah, on the women's side, very, very nice. Uh, guys, I love when the guys come in and they know exactly what they want. Uh, and, I, and, I, and then for the guys that don't really know, I love to teach them and just show them what's going on. Right. Yeah, I know.
0: And, you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the women's part because one of the questions I love to ask is um, what is your call on tailoring for, you know, women? Um, either, you know, producing or either, you know, um, seeing, you know uh, – tailors, uh, you know, female tailors, because um, I feel that they have a, you know, as you were mentioning before, they have a very different mm-hmm. eye towards, um, you know, uh, clothing and maybe, you know, uh, some guys would never see that, you know, yeah. and they, they just have, I don't know, a very different perspective, which you know, I think adds up a lot to the you know, whole concept.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, women tailoring, I, 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 I think it's beautiful, honestly, I think I'm all for it. Uh, I do it. I do it as well. I provide clothing for uh, I have the female silhouette as well. So I can handle that aspect of it. Uh, But I think that women coming into this industry, this male dominated industry, I think it's beautiful. I think it's it's great. They do have a different eye when it comes to things. They're very detail oriented. Mm -hmm. They see things that a lot of us guys don't really see Um, and, and they're fun and they're bold. Uh, they're willing to take a little bit more risk, a little bit more challenge. Uh, and I like that. I, I like that a lot. Uh, I would love to have a female partner with me uh, eventually, maybe hopefully somewhere down the road, um, just so the collaboration would grow a lot stronger, yeah.
0: quite honestly. Yeah. No, and you would have probably attract a lot of more clients. Oh, yeah. You, know, cause you would have both perspectives, mm-hmm. which, you know, sometimes there's that uh, skepticism of, you know, maybe they're, they're going too much on that side. Um and uh the other question that I want to ask and it's it may be a bit you know strange or very uh you know um, very uh complex if we can say um but you know there's sometimes in some towns or places where you know where there's i don't know a couple of different clothiers, and people the clients or you know just the whole town starts putting tags on them, you know like okay, this is a more uh, old style, you know this is a more i don't know young style, these guys they do very you know bold stuff um how it you know how do you, do you think it you know that exists, and uh if it does uh you know how do you try to you know maybe deal with that or okay yeah no um yeah i it does exist,
1: and you are kind of put in a category based on how you put that how you present things. And I tend to have that problem uh, because of the fact that my my post, the the garments that I choose for myself are a little bit more edgier, a little bit more, you know, maybe European and stuff like that. The the cut might be a little bit slimmer, Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't reach out to all the people that, you know, that are just, you know, have regular jobs, banking jobs or in in high end positions. And, and, you know, but that to me, that's not a problem because. I can, always, I can always create the, the classic suit that they're looking for. And I can yeah. also post a classic suit as well on my social media platform so people can see. And also sometimes when I go out, I'll wear just a navy sh- suit with a white shirt just so that way I can draw that element in so that way they can see it. Uh, and then just explain to them that it's, it's just all about the cut. Now, all of us have different body types, different silhouettes, so it it, it just depends on how we, you know, measure measure yeah, the garment, you, you style, yeah, measure the garment, uh, style the garment. Yeah, exactly. So that way, they they have to become a little bit more relaxed and not so uptight about like, oh, you know, you, your garment looks a little too, you know, to this, to that. Yeah. But you know, let me take you out of that 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 stereotype, you know, because this is me, this is what I like. Now I, I have okay. to understand what you like and we can go forward from there. Uh you know, if it's a little bit more classic, then we go classic. You know, it's not a problem. You want it you want yeah. it a little bit more longer, then yeah we can do that too. Well we're gonna keep it in the element where it's still gonna look very, very nice. We're not gonna overdo it and and give you some kind of crazy suit. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, and, and I love that what you're saying, because at least sometimes, you know, I have the, the big problem that, you know, I myself, I love uh, dressing up with colors and, you know, just big, you know, bold patterns and everything. Um, and some, sometimes, you know, either when I'm going to the bank or, you know, wherever, if I'm meeting somebody who's, you know, not in the clothing industry, um, you know, I have to at least adapt myself to, you know, at least uh, their style. Um <laughs> Or, you know, maybe to don't create uh, prejudices, which is sometimes, I believe, for creative people, a, a hard fight, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're like, damn, I want to dress like this, you know, I don't give a fuck. But then you're like, shit, you know, like, I I also have to, you know, take into account the environments where I'm, you know, going to.
1: Yeah, yep, exactly. And it, it's like that. It's an uphill battle. I mean, you, you pretty much nailed it on the head. It's just... You, where you go yeah. is people's perception and then but see perception is not reality i mean come on we, we all know that um it's just they have to understand you know this is what we do for a living and this is why we look this way uh we love what we do we're creative we can also make you look very similar to this you just have to be open-minded to it
0: yeah no i i absolutely agree And, uh, you know, you were mentioning before, um, your, you know, Instagram and other social medias, um, what role did that play either on your business that we were talking a a bit about it before, you know, getting clients and then, you know, just building a brand for yourself that in the long run, you know, or maybe on the sites, you know, on the side, uh, brings you also potential customers and, you know, makes you good publicity, if we can say.
1: Yeah. So definitely brings me a lot of publicity, um, and it, it does help uh, with clients. Um, so I do get a lot of referrals. Everything's word of mouth. And I do have clients uh, that reach me on all my platforms, my uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, they, they like my work. They'll reach out. Um, you know, we'll set up an appointment. We'll have them come in. So across the board, the, the social media has been really, really good. And then here at home, a lot of um uh, just a lot of word of mouth. People that already know me, that have already worked with me, uh, has, has been pushed around. So, you know, people like it and they kind of just reach out and, and we just pretty much go from there. And it's, it's always worked pretty good. Uh, so social media is definitely a big key uh, for my success.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, you know, I, I feel that it's, it's just crazy to think, you know, like 10 years ago. Yeah. That you would be able to either, you know, get a lot of people through a social media. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, uh, you're coming in at this. You know, you're pretty young yourself, and. and- this is, yeah. this is perfect for you guys. I mean, for us back in the day, we didn't really have a lot of this stuff, you know. Yeah, and I'm,
0: you guys have to do
1: the hard Yes, work. a lot of grunt work, yeah. you know, just throw ads in the paper and our, our, our magazines right. and yeah. stuff like that. Or, and it's just, it, it, it's a lot harder back then. But nowadays, I mean, you could put something out and it, could, it can go across the world. And You know, it just depends on who sees it, who, who posts it, repost it, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And um, yeah, you guys, you
0: guys got made.
1: <laughs> you guys got made, for sure, <laughs> yeah.
0: And, you know, I, I feel that it's, it's also, a, you know, a big thing, the fact that, um, you know, usually people um, relate uh, guys that wear suits with, uh, you know, being kind of old. Um, and, you know, as, of course, time goes by, um, you know, those that are considered as old, they are using social media, Mm-hmm. um therefore you know they are uh, potential clients it's not like you know maybe before when this thing started you know you had the people that you know although social media was there they weren't consuming it they were you know still on the papers and that stuff um and you know i i i, I want to know in terms of promotion um you know when you promote your business of course we were talking word of mouth um social media um, but how it, does, do the papers still work for you? Did you ever try them in the, you know, um, in the, I don't know, last two years or something like that, or, um, yeah. is it now completely word of mouth and, you know, social media? Whatsoever? Yeah,
1: it's pretty much just word of mouth
0: and social media. I never did any uh, paper
1: advertisements or anything to that nature. Uh, I just didn't really, it wasn't my cup of tea to begin with, uh, quite honestly. And I knew it wasn't, it wasn't going to hit the amount of people that I needed it to hit. Um. Uh, So it was going to, my circle would have been very, very small, but with social media, it's it's just pretty much, you know, word of mouth, uh, social media, you know, platforms, and also attending, uh, you know, going out to to, to brunches and lunches and dinners and and, uh, networking uh, parties, events, events, exactly. Uh, Just kind of just putting your face out there and just kind of grinding it out as much as you can, just to kind of draw up whatever business you can because any business is good business. Um, so wherever you go, you just, you know, you just, yeah. you fit in and, and you do what you have to do and then that's it. You know, you leave your card and you, you go to the next episode. Right. And you know,
0: I feel that, uh, yeah, no, I know. I, I really love that. And I feel that it's, it has to do a lot with the people that you know in the end, right? Yes. Um, cause you know, there's like a lot of businesses that they have really good stuff, you know, um, but, you know, maybe they don't show themselves out that much or, you know, they don't, I don't know, you know, they don't know how to market themselves. And, uh, you know, I don't know, there's in the whole world, there's a lot of businesses that you see, you know, and you're like, damn, you know, they're good, but I'm probably better than them. But, you know, they, I don't know, they just know other people. Um, And I think that, you know, networking is really the big thing Uh, that it was a bit undermined, I think, in the, you know, previous years mm-hmm. and... We've seen that you know this is a really big thing. If you know if you're not into this game, it's you know besides that you might have a really good business. But if you're not into that part, you know it's it's gonna be hard. it's tough.
1: Yeah, it's really tough. Uh, and you 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 have to get
0: out there. And there's a lot of times
1: where I don't want to go out there and, and deal with the right. people, but I do. You know I have to. And and you know you got to just do what you can uh, because. It, I mean, this is your business. You know, you just you sit at yeah. home. You're you're not making any money. <laughs> you want the whole yeah, the whole object can... of this <laughs> yeah, is right. to make money, have a good time, enjoy your life, love what you do. That I mean, that's the whole game plan. And then also, what 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 what's underrated is the amount of time you've been doing it. So. I mean, if if you're a small company if you've only done it, you know, one, two, three years, I mean, yeah, you're still, you're, you're still on that learning curve. You're, you're, you're like a bit ba- right. you're, you're like a baby just learning how to walk. So yeah. you have to figure it all out and try to get out there as much as possible. And then when you get five, six years, seven years into it, okay, now, now, now you're wreaking the benefits because you've already, you know, you put in that grind, you put in that hustle. And uh, so time, time has to has a lot to do with it, but at the same time, You have to be patient and understanding about, okay, how is this going to work out? You know, I'm going to take a big risk and, you know, I have to put in all this grunt work and all this time. But it's going to it's going to it's going to it's going to pan out. It's going to work itself out the best way that it needs to be. So patience and time along with networking and and uh, social media platforms for sure.
0: I love that. And, you know, I, I want to get into the last questions really a bit more to, um, I don't know, entrepreneurship and maybe a bit more philosophical as well. Um, was there an urgent need when you said, okay, you know, I want to be autonomous? I, or you just, you know, saw it as a really good opportunity that, you know, also being not just the fact of, okay, I need to be autonomous, but also, you know, I can make really good money out of this. Why not? Um, and uh, was there a moment throughout, you know, your business that you were like, damn, you know, maybe this is, things are not going right. Maybe I, you know, I missed something and, you know, I don't know if if to quit or not.
1: Yeah, no, no, not at all. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough field. I, I, it wasn't anything that pushed me into it. It was pretty much, you know, I wanted to do this. I saw the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the opportunity, I, 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 nothing else, there was no other obstacles, the only obstacles was just trying to put it all into play, trying to figure out who's the vendors, uh, you know, where you're going to manufacture. Um, so just kind of just growing from there. So it was something that I, I, I was all about once I got in it. And then once I was in it, uh, I, there's, there hasn't been a regret. I mean, don't get me wrong. When when tax season comes along. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm hating it. You yeah. know? I'm like, what is this? But uh, <laughs> other than that, no, I mean, it, 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 it's been a great experience. And, you know, I definitely recommend to anybody, if they have the passion and they want to move forward with something, then by all means, go for it. I mean, definitely do some homework, you know, get some some savings together and, you know, plan out, you know, plan it all out and just some experience. Yeah, experience. Well, of course, you know uh but then just you know, just kind of just go with the flow do what you have to do in order to make it happen and and just stick it out and you know if if things go south then things go south but you got to be able to get back up and just move forward and see what else you can do or maybe do it better maybe bring somebody else on or or just figure it
0: all out you know regroup right yeah no that's that's pretty cool and um what are the i don't know what's the next dream slash goal that you you know look forward to your business well like I said earlier uh we're
1: we're small we're small like I've been in my my own business for what three years now three and a half years uh it's it's mm-hmm. great there's so much room for growth and potential uh I love the artisan work that goes into crafting the suits I love how, you know, they're able to take this fabric and build this canvas and, you know, sew it all together. So Mm -hmm. in my eyes, definitely somewhere down the line of opening a shop, a a tailor shop and coexisting it together, Um, you know, doing more of a bespoke kind of feel, made the measure kind of feel, Uh, just kind of create a little bit of everything. Nothing huge, nothing big, uh, something small, something quaint. Uh, where people can feel at home and kind of enjoy the just the whole atmosphere and the experience of it all. But yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I'd love to travel and get to, you know, if I have to do some kind of internship to figure it all out, because like I said, I'm 51 years old. At this point, (laughs) you know, I'm still I want to learn. I want to learn. But I mean, geez, how much months longer? I mean, if I was your age, it'd be like, I got my whole life ahead of me. I'm ready to go. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm moving to Italy. I'm moving to Spain, whatever, you know. But, <laughs> right. you, know, but I, you know, take me as an internship. Let me pick up what I can pick up and, and just sit there and just sponge it up and, you know, and keep learning and keep learning and, and just go from there. But, yeah,
0: small shop. Nothing too crazy. You know, I love that attitude, you know, it's it's really good because sometimes even, you know, people from my age, I got friends, you know, who are also in the you know same market with uh, social media and uh, I don't know, they think, you know, they got everything figured out and I'm like, you know, or the guys that say, okay, I run a business, you know, and they never had to do anything with taxes and stuff, you know, they just, I don't know, they just flex with social media. Yeah. Um, and that's you know that's pretty hypocrite from some people um, but you know the last question that I want to ask you is um, is more of a reflection, and I want to know you know if you you know share it or you know if you have a perspective about this um, but I think that you know sometimes when you know everybody takes takes a risk of either you know starting your business or um, you know going to a different market slash venture that people or your close you know your close social circle or the people in general they never expected you to do that and you you know you do it anyways um but then you know when you already kind of make it and when you're living out of this um those who at the same time either because they you know care for you and they were just scared or either because they really want to you know um give you bad vibes they uh now come to you and they just, I don't know, uh, you know, use you as an example when before you were doing what was supposed to be the wrong thing. Um, I don't know if you ever encountered something like this uh, throughout your life or, you know, even when you started your business.
1: Uh, good question. Um, I mean, the only thing I, I could that comes up to my mind is, is just uh, you're always going to have someone that's going to tell you you can't do something and if you're passionate about what you're going to do then you're going to have as much success as you put into it uh so whenever someone comes up to me and they're like you know you shouldn't do that because you know it's not going to be beneficial for you it's maybe because they're afraid of something um and and it's something that's that that they they think that's you know going to hurt them but they don't they don't understand the whole process of what i'm going through that the person that's going through to, to make this dream come true. Uh, so obstacles are just obstacles are just, you just have to know how to get around them, get over them, get under them to make it through. Uh, so I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, I, sometimes I have fallen, I, I have fallen on my, my face and, and, and I've learned from them, but that's just, that's just life. That's just how it goes. Yeah, And You just have to figure it out. <clears throat> so, if you do, if you discourage me and you tell me now, man, you can't do that. It's not going to look right. You're going to fail. I'm going to want to do it more just because of that. <laughs> yeah, right. So it, yeah, prove them yeah, wrong. exactly. to prove them wrong. But, but at the same time, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to do it to the point where I, I need to show this person I'm going to do right. it to the point where I know I can do it. Now I'm going to make myself do it and I'm just going to take it as far as I can. And that's pretty much it. Uh, you just gotta, yeah. just gotta keep going. That's that's all it is. Life's a struggle. I love
0: that. Yeah. And do you do you drive yourself by the gut feeling? Yeah. Or, you know, are you more of like sometimes the person that, you know, things I don't know because it's not rational. You know, gut is also rational because mm-hmm. you take everything into account. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes taking those drastic decisions just by your gut. Uh, sometimes they are. I mean,
1: sometimes I can be very impulsive, but uh, I've learned uh, as I've gotten older that you have to really sit back and think about everything. You have to, you know, assess the whole issue at hand or the, the, the plan at hand. Uh, but sometimes it is a gut feeling. And if I feel really good about it, then, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll move on it. And then there's some times where I, I'll have to sit there and think about it and, and be like, uh, is this going to work for me? You know, do the pros and cons. And I hate doing the pros and cons because the list is so long. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus Christ. Right, yeah. <laughs> am I, I going to do yeah. this or not? But, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just a matter, you know, it's a battle within yourself and it's, it, it really depends. My character can be, you know, straightforward and we're just going to go for it. Or I might be hesitant and be like, uh, I don't know. It just really depends on the situation, quite
0: honestly. Right. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I wish we could talk for more, but, you know, we already kind of reached the, um, the time limit. Wow. Um, so, you know, I, I really want to thank you a lot for um, you know, just being here. And uh, getting to know you more. Um, like I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm a really, like, vibe person, if you can say. Um, and just, you know, the people that I see either on social media, regardless if I know them or not, you know, it's just the vibe that I get. And, uh, you know, I really, I don't know, I really enjoy talking to you. It's, it's honestly been a pleasure. Likewise,
1: likewise. I'm glad you reached out, man. And uh, I like everything you're doing out there. I like that you're in school and you're in New York. Thank you. And you got, fr- you got family. Your family's where? Argentina?
0: Yeah, they're all there. Okay, and that's,
1: That must be hard on you
0: right about now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard, you know. Um, first, you know, I, I was kind of not, I don't know, chilling about I was like chilling about it. Um, but, you know, now two months after everything, it's like, damn, you know, I miss just the food, everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, living by myself sometimes it's like, damn, Um but, you know, before we, we leave, do you want to share your um, handles on Instagram or either, you know, other social medias with the people? Yeah, so
1: my platform, my, uh, my handle is pretty much the same on all the platforms. It's Geno Suits You, and that's pretty much it.
0: Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much again, man. I hope you're safe. And I don't know, hope we can meet sometime in, I don't know, when lockdown's over, when you come to New York, when I go to Houston. Who knows? Yeah,
1: for sure. Definitely. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, keep me posted. It was a pleasure talking with you, man.